0: This podcast is brought to you exclusively by The Reality Check Podcast Network. Welcome to Just Thinking with Stan Wagland, A unique podcast that breaks down all of the topics in life you want to hear about from someone who's been there, done that, and lived through it all. No topic is off limits, and all things will be discussed with thought-provoking knowledge that will make you look at things in a different way. Just Thinking, for times like these.
1: Hey everybody, this is Stan Wangland and welcome to Just Thinking. How the heck are you all doing today, wherever you are in the world? Thank you so much for joining me on today's show. I appreciate it so very much. It's been a very long day. I had very little sleep last night uh, because I found out my uh, lovely, lovely niece, my late sister's um, youngest daughter, uh, has come down with the uh, COVID virus. Uh, She lives in Long Island. Uh, she's a single mom with two children, uh, a lovely person, has uh, three lovely sisters and a brother. Uh, wonderful family. Uh, was a wonderful daughter to my uh, late sister and my late brother-in-law. And uh, here she is, very very sick. Uh, I believe came out of the hospital after six days and is you know doing better. And now is not doing so well again. And uh, when I was messaging her this morning. Uh, her temperature was close to 103 while she was on two antibiotics and whatever. And I nebulizer and things like that. And, uh, it, you know, it, it's dreadful. She has uh, just a lovely, lovely daughter who's graduated high school and I guess going into college uh, and uh, a younger son. And, uh, you know, God forbid uh, her children get sick also or anybody else. But again, she lives in Long Island in New York. I'm sure she was very careful with everything else. But like uh, anything else, uh, this uh, virus does its own thing. And uh, like I've said in other shows, it's like trying to be a card counter in many ways. You basically can only lower the odds. Uh, you know, that's uh, that's uh, you know serious stuff, uh, to be sure. An interesting show, uh, actually kind of a funny show plan for today, and I, I might do it over the weekend, and it's on the effects of dating uh, with the coronavirus on, uh, you know, people dating uh, more on a video, FaceTime, Zoom, whatever, any kind of uh, mechanism other than face-to-face. It's kind of a funny thing, but I didn't know how I could do that today after finding out that news last night, and, you know, I know that everybody gets enough bad news about this, but... Uh, When I research the materials that I do all week long for shows, uh, you know, on the podcast here and for other shows or just my own general knowledge. I had made a comment, uh, one of the rare comments I make now on Facebook, reminding people that, hey, regardless of your position with states reopening, you better be careful because people can hop in their cars and, you know, come from other states and transmit this stuff to, to your to your neighborhood, and I, I, my closing line, this was two days ago, was uh, expect the coronavirus at a local theater, you know, playing near you. The old line, you know, at a local theater playing near you, you're gonna see something, because that's just science. That's just the truth. Uh, that's just how these things operate. And um, sure enough, I'm uh, looking through with uh, some information uh, with some, you know, on NPR and Washington Post, and. Other magazines, The Atlantic and um, National Review and New York Times. And there I see researchers have now identified the genetic material like in Ancestry.com where this virus is, is you know, being transmitted from where. And where does it show you? 48% of the people infected, um, I'm doing this from memory, in Washington, Oregon area are from New York City. Or, or New York. Um, it was about 78% uh, in the um, Western states. I think it was 70% in the Midwest. And in the South, it was, uh, again, 68, 70%. Uh, does this mean people were traveling in cars from New York? Uh, actually, some of the people, yeah, in Florida and whatever. I actually have some dear friends in here who were traveling during this time, going to Portland, Oregon. I have to check with them to see if they have the virus. Um, But uh, more importantly, there's a little thing called Europe, uh, the Atlantic Ocean. And where are the major airports? Well, the first one is, uh, you know, Kennedy International Airport in New York. (laughs) LAX, of course, on the other side. And while we shut down the the Pacific um, entry to the United States uh, more big time than we did New York... As you recall, our delightful president was allowing uh, people in from our European allies, you know, his own racial and ethnic kinds of uh, thinking of who he wants to allow in, you know, being the great scientist, you know, scientific mind that he has. And where is that coming in from the Atlantic, uh, the eastern coast or the Atlantic uh, side uh, of the United States, you know, which is parallel to Europe, of course. And people are flying in there and who has the, where's the epicenter of this particular thing, New York city. Yeah. It's where people are, you know, it's the most densely packed place population wise as well. So there you go. Uh, and here we are, states are opening up more and more places. And what I had said several days ago, not as an epidemiologist, just as a, a sensible person, I'm capable of clear thinking like, uh, any other person. And, uh, it would make sense to me if you need to close the borders in a pandemic to mitigate, uh, you know, having people entering. Since there's no identification programs, you would do the same thing within states or within the state or, you know, from state to state. But now we're letting people do their thing. And uh, what's happening now, you're seeing the stuff spreading from New York and other places they're going to all these other places slowly, but surely. So what's the point of today's show or what could be a good title? It's why the truth matters. Why the truth, the truth. Why reality matters. Uh, I did a show on saying that America just a couple of days ago, you know, doesn't have a shared sense of reality. Well, even expanding on that, some things just happen to be true. You know, you put your hand on a, on a blazing stove, it's going to hurt. You're going to get burned unless, you know, you've got an asbestos fingertips. Uh, that's just a reality. And I can I can remember a, 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 a fellow psychologist once saying to me, there is no such thing as the, you know, the truth. The truth is all relative. There's no such thing as common sense. And I actually used that. I said, really? Well, I take that red hot heater over there and you know, put your hand on it or pull your pants down and sit with your bare ass on it. You, you'll have common sense. You won't do that again. What's going on? You have John Wangan, one of the hosts of Wrestling with Reality. Check out our shows this week on
0: Wrestling with Reality. We have some great shows. We have our MMA show. We look at.
1: But just to sound real and authentic, there is a truth to certain things, and we have, as a nation, and we have an administration and other people in the world, where we have gotten no truth whatsoever. We uh, we have had one lie uh, after the other, and uh, what is it doing? It's it's gutting uh, not only our country. It's not only gutting. Um, and taking off the guardrails all of our, our laws, undoing all of our um, organized uh, elements of the, the government, of the bureaucracy, of, of things, you know, uh, uh, that keep our country running in a sensible fashion. I mean, I don't have enough time. I can't filter out enough information to do a short show for you and to present my idea with the overwhelming Evidence that, that is just out there That there is a complete absence Of the truth and clear thinking And this whole thing With a pandemic or any situation It could be a, any kind of a disaster It could be a mental health crisis It could be a, a physical thing Whatever The ultimate bottom line On how to deal with any of this stuff Has to do with a process that means the mechanism, the way, the plan. Uh, you have to have a plan. You have to have a process. It's not about, uh, you know, bullshitting your way. It's not about, uh, you know, sitting there and putting a smiley face on and having a good bedside manner and making everybody feel, you know, comfortable or angry or pissed off or whatever it is. Those are okay to do as little techniques that feed into it. But you've got to have a process. That's why before you go to the doctor on your annual annual visit, the doctor takes you, does a blood panel on you. He wants to see if all the chemicals in your blood are doing right. If you have the you know if there's the possibility of uh, problems with your liver and blah blah blah. They want all that fundamental information as part of a process to rule out that you know you don't have this or that. We don't have that anymore. We don't have that anymore, and it goes across the board in every element of our society as I was looking I don't even watch the television news hardly at all anymore I, I don't even want to see it I don't even, you know I, I know what's going on because I'll read about it or you know investigate it in different ways so that I don't have to look at the continual litany of lying. I actually had uh, one of my relatives tell me the other day, a delightful, strong person. She deals with so much more in life than I could ever. And, and I've dealt with some incredible things. And she says, when she watches our president and the stuff that's going on, she bursts into tears. They're not burst. She's not bursting into tears of joy. She doesn't have mental illness. She's in her mid fifties. She's a competent professional. She can handle more And most people I know, she cannot stand the lying and dishonesty and knowledge of the negative impact that's going on in our country. And it's not just from this guy. It's across the board. In one area after another. And I'll tell you, folks... It it really is worth it Uh, You know uh, People may turn off this podcast But you know Part of just thinking Is truth to power It's what I'm thinking about I saw The news this morning While I was having a cup of coffee For a few minutes And there's an advisory committee In in New York And they have business owners And they're talking about And New York is open For some businesses now They're they're trying to, to Open things up In a realistic way And you know, what are they saying? He says, it doesn't matter Because since we don't have any testing Since we don't know who has this disease And we and we really don't have a plan You know, across the nation We have, can have a plan in New York He says, my restaurant is designed to only make a profit If we have 45 people in there If we have to distancing between people The most you can get is a third of that The top is maybe a half and that's pushing it. So it's not feasible. That business is done. It doesn't make any money. It has to start firing people. We have 3.3 million people today, this week. That's 3.3 million more apply for unemployment. I did a comical show for today. It wasn't comical, it was actually very serious, about tattle wear. Half of the country works at home. And you've got people who are going to want to monitor your every move and do everything else. But you've got tons of people. The idea is you can give them all the stimulus checks that you want. There's, there's no restaurant they can go to. If we don't know who's sick and who's not and we're killing people, it's like giving people who have the bubonic plague, giving them a you know $10,000 money. Say, go ahead and do some clothes shopping. Well, you can't. You're sick. You're ill. Or given somebody who has a heart, who has a heart condition, you know, that, that you get chest pains all the time and say, here's a here's a subscription to the gym. You can't go to the gym until you get your heart fixed. You can't do the activities. And ladies and gentlemen, this is what's out there. There's no economy that you're going back to for them uh, in many ways. And this is really not getting out there and people really don't want to see that as al gore had in this thing about climate you know climate, climate change this is an in, you know inconvenient truth man we're really not using clear thinking you know the president is flipping around right now this idea of having another uh another incentive another stimulus thing that's wonderful we're up to about 3.7 trillion dollars i think This is on top of the $1.2 or $4 trillion tax break he gave completely to the rich. And of course, you know what's happening. You know, this is going, you're getting a stimulus check for, you know, $3,400 or whatever. Me, I'm actually eligible for a a stimulus check too. And uh, I don't have direct deposit with my IRS. I get a check back from them. I haven't gotten my stimulus check and I, I would like to get it. You know, why? Because I'm going to wind up paying for it anyway as will you if you even have a job. But the point is this I've been on the IRS site and everything there's no way to they even they, they, they tell you we don't even have a mechanism. there's nobody to call. you can you can put in to supposedly to try and check it but you can't check it. And if you can't find out how to do anything if you're confused about the fact sheet that there's no one to speak to, zero nobody. nobody in a pandemic. With an economic stimulus package. And there's millions of people who have not gotten their checks yet. There's millions. There's many people who are there's scam artists out there. Doing different things. You don't have anybody, you know, telling you that this is okay. We have no truth. And we have no clear thinking. And things are off the guardrails. We have an administration that keeps firing people left and right and left and right in all these critical, uh, you know, critical areas. Uh, And what's happening? The president fancies himself as a wartime president. But how's this war going? By the end of March, the coronavirus had killed more Americans than the 9-11 attacks. And what does the president say on March 13th in the Rose Garden? He says... I don't take responsibility at all. Those are his quotes. I don't take responsibility at all. March 13th. Here we are. And it's May 7th when I'm doing this. And that's a single sentence that sums up everything he does. Uh, The Justice Department, the Department of Justice today, made the way so that uh, the disgraced General Flynn, who pled guilty twice, he pled guilty two times to crimes. They're saying, no, no. No, he he didn't do anything. How could you not do anything if you if you pled guilty to it twice? But I'm sure those of you who are supporters of not truth will find some rationalization for that. You'll have plenty of time because there's there's not going to be jobs to go back to because these things in many cases, not all cases, but there's been no plan that people have thought of reasonably in a coordinated fashion. There has to be a plan from the federal governments to the states, the states, to the counties, to the cities, to whatever. There's none of that. And like I said, by the end of March, the coronavirus had killed more Americans than the 9-11 attacks. By the first weekend in April, the virus has killed more Americans than any battle in the Civil War. By Easter... It may have killed more Americans than the Korean War. And on the present trajectory that it has, by late April, more Americans than Vietnam. We've already bypassed that. And this is from the president who promised earlier that he could hold the casualties to be near zero. Now he's saying out there that oh it's gonna be pretty bad now, possibly, but we're doing a very good job if the if the death toll is below two hundred thousand dead. That's a quarter of a million people. And you just by the number of people who are infected. So the United States is on a trajectory with supposedly it had the best medical system, the best systems to lock all this down, to suffer more sickness, more dying, and more economic harm from this virus than any other comparably developed country. And still the line goes on. And this is why the truth and clear thinking matters, because just like my niece, who's very, very ill, you have family members. I had somebody around the block from me, and I'm in a county that certainly is dead. And another person a few doors away was taken away in an ambulance with the COVID virus. And they're home all the time.
0: Did you really think it was just guys that like to discuss and analyze wrestling? I'm here to tell you there's a new chick in town. My name is Sonny Salem, and I am the host of That's What She Said. Get a female perspective of all the ins and outs of the wrestling business today. But don't worry, this isn't no prissy princess show. I hold nothing back. Check out That's What She Said on all major streaming
1: platforms. Now that this pandemic occurred in the world or in the United States is not President Trump's fault or anybody else, but the utter unpreparedness of the United States for a pandemic is Trump's fault. The loss of stockpile respirators to breakage because the federal government let maintenance contracts lapse in uh, 2018 is Trump's fault. The states that are bidding against other states for equipment paying more money, uh, a pre crisis price for ventilators is Trump's fault. Air travelers that were summoned home and forced to stand in for hours in dense airport crowds along infected people that was Trump's fault. And 10 weeks of insisting that the coronavirus is a harmless flu that would miraculously go away on its own. Remember, he said, when the more comes, it'll go. That was his fault again. That and the refusal of red state governors, those Republican governors, to act promptly to support this guy, to believe in untruths and not exercise clear thinking. The failure to act promptly, the failure to close Florida and the Gulf, Beach, Gulf Coast beaches until late March, the fault is shared again and again. But this responsibility for this kind of stuff rests with President Trump. It represents its rests with this administration and it rests with you and I if we believe in that stuff. He could have stopped those things and they could have stopped those things, but they didn't. The lying about the coronavirus by hosts on Fox News and conservative talk radio is his fault. They do it to protect him. The false hope of instant cures and non-existent vaccines is his fault. Because he tells those lies to cover up his failure, to act in time on issues. He says he's going to end the task force. And then he has a blowout the other day on this, you know, from people uh, within 24 hours, he changes it. The severity of the economic crisis is his fault. Things would have been less bad if he had acted faster instead of sending out his chief economic advisors and his son Eric to ensure Americans uh, that the first stock market dips were buying opportunities. He was wrong for the firing of a Navy captain for speaking truthfully about the virus's threat to his crew The fact that so many key government jobs were either empty or filled by uh, mediocre people who didn't know anything. Trump's fault. The insertion of Trump's arrogant and incompetent son-in-law as commander-in-chief of the national medical supply chain. His fault. And this guy has been bullying and, and, and carrying on and faking his way through the past three and a half years of this president for a presidency of which he's totally inadequate. Everybody eventually has to face a a test of something. It could be a a big political event. It could be whatever. And and you, you can see his character. And this test has shown that this guy is a bunch of blathered bluff and bullshit. This pandemic has overwhelmed him. And quite frankly, the Republican strategist Rick Wilson has a, a a good book. It's called "Everything Trump Touches Dies," and it does. And our economy's dying. Don't forget about that stock market, man, because that's going to be meaningless. This is so serious. I, I don't know if how many of you you should. I'm positive have seen the movie Goodfellas. I mean, it's a classic. And if you haven't, please do. This I've been saying for two years. This government, the way our country is acting, the way other countries in the world are acting, they're acting worse than the the mafia. They're acting just like the mafia in Goodfellas. This guy comes in, whatever the industry is, whatever the segment of the government is that he wants to, pardon my language, fuck around with. And there's a scene in Goodfellas where Paulie sets it up to take over restaurants. And then he'll take over a restaurant and you'll see guys coming in with liquor and food for the restaurant in the front door. And then they're walking out the back door, giving them to other people, selling them. And there's the former owner who was an honest guy uh, who worked with the, you know, knew the mob. And he's in there signing checks for money he doesn't have. And then the business goes bankrupt. And that's what Trump did to his other companies like Trump Airlines, you know, Trump Towers, uh, you know, Trump University, Trump Stakes, Trump Wine. He's had four bankruptcies where he does the same bullshit. He goes in, doesn't pay people, makes all kinds of wild claims and everything else like that. <laughs> Creates a situation where he can grift as much money and his cronies can grift as much money out of things as humanly possible. And then he walks away. And just like Rick Wilson says, everything Trump touches dies. And that's why the truth and clear thinking matters. And you have other people who share the blame with him. And we have to see things truthfully. We have to look at things as clear thinkers because this is beyond being serious. When you when people think they're going to go back to things the way they were, they can't go back to, to things the way they were. When you look at the deficit, who's going to pay for that? I keep repeating that. With with all these you know with all these checks and spending of money, but there's but there's no coordinated plan. And, you know, Franklin Roosevelt, Franklin Delano Roosevelt had to deal with this in the depression. What did he do? He formed. Government employment In in the sense that That's how uh, State parks were built The uh, CCC The Civilian Conservation Corps The WCA They built You know Dams They built state parks uh, Mount Rushmore Whatever Works programs VA hospital Whatever You have to Put people back Into a real job Into a paying job With a living wage Or if you're a younger person You don't have any money Some type of a wage that get you through this period till things slow down. We have none of that. We have uh, airlines being, uh, you know, uh, bailed out, and uh, you know, people in CEO positions leaving with big golden parachute uh, amounts of money. People getting outrageous salaries, and the money being used to pay their salaries. Seventy percent of people in America didn't have any money to handle this tragedy b- before this happened. When are they going to have it now? So we're paying for these kinds of failures. We're paying for these kinds of failures. And it's very, very serious because the truth matters. The truth matters because we're teetering right on the edge. People, you know, people think there's going to be some changes and then they're going to go back and and things are going to be... I don't know how you're thinking that. What do you think? People are going to start buying cars all of a sudden? Uh, You think everybody's going to go back to college all of a sudden? Do you think? No, none of these things can happen all of a sudden unless you want to kill massive amounts of people. unless you want to infect massive, massive numbers of people, kill massive amounts of people, still not have a vaccine, and, and have this thing keep going round and round the mulberry bush. That ain't gonna work either. This is a serious situation. It's a fluid situation, and it needs real problem solvers. It needs intelligent people. It means people who can make ethical, honest, moral, hard decisions. And explain them with transparency to people, like you would in a war. And this keeps spinning out, like a one of those domino Rube Goldberg things, where somebody tips over one domino, and then, you know, a mile and a half later, they're still tipping. I can't tell you how many times my doctor's office has called wanting me to come in because they're going fucking broke. Yeah, doctors, hospitals going broke. People don't want to come in. Why would you want to go there? I have a tooth that's been acting up. Of course, it hasn't in 50 years. Nothing's happened. You know, I go to the dentist all the time. Of course, my tooth is going to act up in the middle of a Corona pandemic. If I went to go into the to the dentist, they'd probably send a, a, a limousine for me. People don't want to go unless they're in pain. The truth matters. The truth matters. Silly stuff like your, uh, you know, D- Domino's is sending the pizza, and you know, we it's by untouched hands. Really, do you really believe that? Then listen to my shows on Uber drivers and everything else, like that. Where one of about at least at that point in time, I don't know if anybody would do that now, but I'm sure there are the same kind of people. People delivering your stuff about 30 to 60 percent of the people delivering your stuff, and I get stuff delivered too, kind of dip their hands in it if they're hungry. They grab a french fry. How do you know what somebody's doing with that product? Just to give you an example, the truth matters. You have meat inspectors. You have inspectors for all these other things. We're we're polluting the environment. All those things have, you know, are, are going by the wayside and people are not even aware of it or they don't believe it. The truth matters. Clear thinking matters. If we don't accept the truth, if we don't do what's right, it's like the show I did on reality therapy and seeing things realistically. And honestly, and having a shared sense of reality, if we, there are things that are right and wrong. And if we don't do them, it's like Rick Wilson says, everything that this guy touches dies. Everything that we touch is, or the majority of it, is going to curl up and wither away. And I'm not chicken, I'm not playing chicken little here saying that the sky is falling. Because, you know, a lot of this stuff is a done deal already. When people say, when I give you that statistic, it could be up to 200,000 people. Do you know, as this number of people who get exposed to this, there's a simple lowball estimate for viruses on how many people are going to die. And it never goes below that. That's the lowest parameter. You know, part of the standard error of, of, of the mean there, what they call it, or measurement. And uh, man, as that number keeps going up, so does that death toll. And it doesn't mean they're dying today. It means when it's all over, those, that, that many people for sure will be dead. But nobody sits there thinking about that when they're giggling and laughing or, or uh, you know, supporting this stupid character or the practices that we have. They're ignoring the truth of, of math and science and statistics. The same thing that keeps you in the air in an airplane. You don't. People just don't make up bullshit and say, "Ah, don't worry about it. You don't need four engines on that jet. If it goes out, one is good. I know that." On a clear day at ten thousand feet, you can't say shit like that. It's not real. The truth matters. So. I appreciate you listening to the show. I hope you get something out of the show. I hope it's a valuable show. You know, as an instructor for many years, I would teach staff development for professionals, people that had equal training that I had, if not greater, many times. And the one thing you learn in a hurry is that nobody wants to learn anything unless there's something in it for them. And that's the principle of adult learning. And uh, I'm sharing this with you as a fellow adult, and I'm trying to learn uh, just like you are. What's in it for us is our life, our livelihood, our families, our ability to sustain a a culture, a society, a country that has some decency that you you wanna live in, not a freak show, not not a, a Martin Scorsese film, not a bunch of nutcases, That's my point. And uh, I appreciate you listening. So I'll have a wonderful show for you on Sunday. Saturday will be off. Uh, You should be getting this uh, show on Friday. And uh, please be safe out there. And uh, I appreciate you listening. And I hope uh, the show is uh, helpful to you. And we've got a lot of entertaining ones coming up as well. Something more uh, lighthearted for you. But uh, today was a very uh, depressing day. Uh, And I I really uh, appreciate you indulging me and and listening to uh, my plea for some sanity and for for your support on on seeing things truthfully. I'm not saying seeing my truth, but seeing things truthfully, the things that are obvious to all of us. Okay, we'll be safe. God bless. And I'll catch you next time. Bye bye.
0: Thank you for listening to Just Thinking with Stan Wagland please check out our website, www.rcpodnetwork.com or email him at swagland at gmail.com. And please
1: make sure to subscribe to Just Thinking with Stan Wagland on your favorite podcast outlet.